Well, so I imagine there being like some like some intro music, you know? Not, but not one of our songs. Well, we could use binary. I was thinking it's got like a pretty good lead. <laughs> Welcome to 2003 UB313, the podcast where we dissect our lyrics and explore how to let the words of Jesus and the Bible impact the ins and outs of our daily lives, and that life lived with him is better than anything any of us imagined, I think. Um, I'm Andrew, I write the lyrics and then sing them while I play guitar, and our guitarist Matt is joining me as we discuss the process of how these songs came to be. We both live in Minneapolis, where we're a part of a unique and awesome church community called The Salvage Yard, where most of these ideas started percolating. In this episode, uh, we'll just start with some background info on how this whole project came to be and set some context for the rest of the episodes. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoy it and find some value in it. So without further ado, uh, episode one. So here we are, first episode of 2003 UB313, the podcast, also known as Zuba Bib Speaks Out. Yeah, Zuba Bib Speaks Out, where Matt and I uh, just hang out in the chili basement and record uh, a conversation about the things we've been writing about in our band. So mm-hmm. shout out to Dusty and Jason. You guys wail. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we just need to kind of lay some groundwork for like why we're doing this and, and start picking things up. O- picking things apart so we got these songs that i would say the the lyrics and the purpose behind the lyrics is deeply intentional and and more than just just writing them and coming up with sweet rhymes or whatever we wanted to like um have have some messages we are communicating and, and so we we have these 11 statements um from our church the salvage yard and and we wanted to kind of flesh those out each one in, in a song um but and that which is fine in the lyrics, but it's just not enough space to do that in, you know, two minute song or whatever. So we're just, we've been annotating them online, and now we're just talking about them. Uh, is that a good summary? Yeah, if you just just to help people dig into what's there. Well, like part of it is like I don't maybe it's not an important part of it, but we're a slow moving band. <laughs> this process has been a couple years in the making, but what's been fun to like as just the person who plays guitar and doesn't write lyrics at all, it's been fun to watch the process of like, huh, this is version 3.0 of the lyrics because (laughs) uh, just watching you like, oh, no, I want to express it more this way. And like just knowing that they're carefully crafted is is fun to see. Sure, sure. That's fun. Because as the person who writes the lyrics, I'm just like, oh, how do I say this? Or (laughs) how do I get this out or whatever? So I'm glad. I mean, and which is fun. It's very, you know, honestly, you know, part of it is, I used to really summarize it with like, you know, this we want this is just like an extension of like pastoral care and and, and preaching in, in our church of like wanting to nurture growth and stuff, but and which it is, mm-hmm. but I think even deeper it's just a I'm just a verbal processor and so instead of talk well, I do have conversations with people too, but but I just like write it out and that's just how I've been processing just this the transformation I've been experiencing and, and what it really means to to grow into uh, the fullness of Christ, and and to do that to, with each other, and and um, yeah, so it's just been a good process that way, just for me. But then it's fun to share that, and hopefully, it's like encouraging <laughs> to other people too. <laughs> yeah. So we got these eleven statements, and I'm just gonna talk about that a little bit. Yeah, like, do it. So, Get in there. so there's like eleven statements of who we are as believers in Christ. Some of them are specific that to come from. 
our church. Yeah, yeah. Some some of them are specific to our church, and and some of them are, you know, like like something that we we have kind of a weird church. Let's be honest. So so one of the things that we've been operating, or ways we've been operating for a long time, is saying that we're all the staff of the salvage yard, and mm-hmm. we all carry a responsibility to, um, to you know, to do church, so to speak. Um, and and so. That might look different in different churches, but a lot of the stuff saying, you know, Jesus is Lord is, that's just part of <laughs> being a Christ follower, you know, and, mm-hmm. um, and saying like, we believe that we're being restored. That's just, that's just cool. So. Well, and just, I think now for the first time, maybe, uh, just realizing we are all the staff isn't just like, we all have to make this function that we are all doing together work, but we are all like fully little Jesuses, you know, like we're all... Like it's our job to bring... Like the church is the, the representation of Jesus in the world. We are all that person together, you know. It's not we're all the staff because we all need to work together to make... Because we're not paying any of the, 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 the beans and rice happen and, what you know, like whatever it is, but like we're all the staff because we're all Christians doing Christianity together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. just happened yeah. right now. <laughs> yes, hey, thirteen years in the making. Let's <laughs> yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's why we're doing this, right? Um, but I think you're onto that, right? Because it's the whole idea of uh, too often we can go to church and we can, um, or or listen to podcasts or or whatever, and we can we can be receivers, and which is good. Like we need to receive information and, and be challenged and encouraged and grow in that way, but. But we just said we don't want to do like ministry tourism, so to speak, where we kind of live off the events of other people's stories. We want to be the doers yeah. too. So, so yeah, so we're, we're all the staff. So that- and I think that encapsulates the rest of the 11 statements or the songs too. It's kind of yeah. like how, do, how does that look when we try to live that out? Yeah, for sure. That's a good, that's a good point. So, so all that to say, we've got these 11 songs that go with these 11 statements and we, instead of just naming them the statements themselves – because for those of you who don't know, which is probably most people in the world, um, 2003 UB313 is like the alphanumeric like catalog number for the planet Eris before it was named because there was a big old controversy. And uh, did I say planet? I'm sorry. Yeah. Some people would call it a dwarf planet. We still hold that you know, Pluto and Eris Pluto and planets. are both <laughs> planets. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's, you know, there's room for interpretation there. Um, but... But so that, you know, we've always had kind of a space theme. And, and so we decided... Long before that, this project or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, sure. the name itself for right, the band right. is coming from. Day one. So. so there happened to be 11 statements. Yeah. And in our opinion, yeah. 11 planets. Yeah. So that would be the eight traditional ones, if you can't see my air quotes, because, you know, we're not recording movies here. But uh, the traditional ones, plus Pluto and Eris. And then, again, for those of you who don't know, Fatty is out there, and I'm sure... Well, we'll talk about it because we'll we'll get to Fatty again. But um, so that makes eleven. So that's but it's just, a real planet. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's a big one. It's awesome. So, Look it up. So um, so all that to say, then we we got these eleven statements, these eleven you know space theme names, put it all together, and we've got a, a project. And so we're recording them bit by bit, um, kind of in in <laughs> celestial groupings or something like that. <laughs> so, um, but I think the big thing. Um, is that it takes a long time to process these things. And even though they might be really simple um, statements, you know, like we're being restored, it's, it's like, yeah, yeah, that's what Jesus does. But but then to really hash that out, it, it takes a long time. And I think about um, there's this lecture 
or yeah, I think it's, you call it a lecture seminar or something from Donald Miller about his time in Portland and um, just kind of starting things up there. And he talks about how it took like six to eight months for them just to just to start to realize that other people exist. Like that was their, that was their like paradigm shift statement was like other people exist. And hmm. it's it seems like something you could get in two minutes, you know, just like, okay, yeah, tell me about that. Yeah, oh, of course they do. But, but he was just like, no, but like when we really started wanting to like live that out and make that a reality, six to eight months, and you can scoff at that or you can be like, yeah, I think that's probably how it works for me, for me too. And so, so with these statements, it's like, yeah, it's just it's been a long time, mm-hmm. a long process, and that's okay. We want to stick with it and really let it transform us. Yeah, yeah. I, what it makes sense to me that it takes six to eight months to let that sink yeah. in, <laughs> cool. because you can acknowledge, yeah, of course, other people exist, but what what does it mean to honor their every little thing and not hold their little things that would bother you? against them as well sure to really acknowledge oh they exist in the same way that i do <laughs> and maybe i wouldn't want to yeah, i wouldn't want someone to call me out on something or like i don't hold whatever against me i don't know yeah yeah, yeah. no i yeah so it's it's, it's i have a know. really long funny story that i should not tell right now but it's- uh cool well you know some other time then <laughs> So um, I don't know. So I think that's a little bit what we're doing with the songs. And I think that what I'm realizing, even as I've started to type out things and annotate things, is that um, there's this process of of realizing these realities that has been going on a lot longer than than I thought. But kind of where I'm landing at now um, and just realizing is like, I just even just, yes, there's these 11 statements we made, but just like basic stuff in the Bible um, that maybe we've heard over and over again, but it's just like, wait, am I really living that? Like, it's like a true thing. So mm-hmm. let me let me just, like a couple, like, um, like consider yourselves dead to sin, but alive in Christ. It's like, I've heard that my whole life, <laughs> but like, wait, yeah. what does it mean? Like, no, like sin's dead. I'm dead to it. Like, but I'm alive in Christ. Like, what does that mean? Or having no condemnation for those who are in Christ. Or uh, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us cleanse us of all unrighteousness. Like, what does it mean to really be clean and just let that go and no shame, no guilt and condemnation? Um, and then things too about like who who God is and that he's in us, right? Like th- that's like a real thing. And then like, you know, like greater is he who is in you than he who's in the world or I've overcome the world. I'm just like, what is that? that that's, that's great as just like overarching philosophies, but what does that mean like? to incorporate that into like, this is how I live my life. And this is where I see God just like invading my space. And it's awesome to just let those things just happen and, and see those things play out and how God overtakes things. And it's just good. It's really good. So that's, uh, I want to just keep writing about that and processing that and, and seeing more of that because it's, it's really good. It's just like the, the thing you mentioned with Donald Miller. Sometimes those statements you got to sit with them for like eight months or longer. Like, <laughs> right, right. Or like this when we were going through Luke and we said, what if Jesus really meant when he said, because I think it takes like a, you have to stew with something for a while. That when it's, when it seems abstract, but you acknowledge it is true, mm-hmm. how do you take it out of the abstract category and move it into like, this affects the way I perceive the things around me now? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and we talked quite a bit, I think, through when we were preaching through the Gospel of Luke and in Acts of just this idea of there's a difference between agreeing and believing. Um, and and mm-hmm. just like you can agree like mentally, like, yeah, 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 that's true. But then believing turns into action. And, and there's that, I don't know, that classic like 
example of the guy who walks the tightrope with the wheelbarrow, you know, across, I don't know, the Niagara Falls or whatever, you know, and then says, anyone believe I can do it again? And everyone's like, yeah. And it's like, who's getting in the wheelbarrow? And it's like, that the person who gets in the wheelbarrow, that's the person who really believes, yeah, you can do it, you know? And so it's just like... What's so. <laughs> challenge added, maybe? Maybe they think, I can think, I think you can do it again. I'm not sure you can with that weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. While I'm juggling fire. Like, you know, How yeah. about if you do a bunch of rocks in the wheelbarrow? I believe that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. But, but still, you know, as just an analogy, like, so yeah, I believe that, oh yeah, like greater is he who's in you. Yeah, that's great. But then, like, what if I believe that when I'm up against something that's really challenging or, you know, mm-hmm. um, what does it look like to to live, I don't know, without fear or anxiety or, you know, depression or what? Just like, to live in hope or to just let that impact how we view God, view people around us, interact with our situations. Like, that's a very mm-hmm. different thing. And I think that's where that process takes a long time. Yeah, so. yeah for sure. Well, uh, so before we get into really hashing through some of the stuff we've written, we should probably just talk about, um, like, we're going to be probably quoting a lot of different people or referencing a lot of sources. And if it doesn't happen here, like right in this, you know, podcast, it is already online. And and there's just something, um, there's a lot of people saying a lot of things out there. And sometimes people agree and sometimes they disagree. Mm -hmm. And even for us, sometimes we disagree or um, have, you know, find something really cool and then you know, really inspiring and then find out like, oh, everything this person says is not maybe <laughs> necessarily what sure, I agree with. Yeah. I don't know. You want to, is there I, add well, to that? or <laughs> Just a personal story is I got really excited about a Dallas Willard book and I was like three quarters of the way through it. And I was, so like a group of friends were like, hey, let's do a book study together. And I said, I'm reading this book and this is what I feel it inspires in me. And everyone was like, that sounds great. Let's read it together. So I brought the book. And we started reading through it, and everyone was like, "This is dumb." I, what? What? <laughs> you can't say that about Dallas Willard. <laughs> I was like, "What?" <laughs> People hold him very highly. <laughs> uh, it was a really eye-opening experience for me that, like, oh, what really inspires me, and like gets me pumped to like see something beautiful about God doesn't necessarily connect with someone else, or might even be like kind of threatening. And I was like, "Oh." Uh, a little taken aback and decided to be quiet for a while, but um, that happens, and I, I think that. But I think this doesn't mean that I shouldn't not really enjoy Dallas Willard. I think is the, <laughs> maybe the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if the zooming in gets too uncomfortable, zoom back out a little bit. Yeah. Just take, <laughs> like, sure. What is the song actually just about? Oh, that's cool. Like yeah, that. that's good. I really like that. Yeah, just zoom back out. I just um, I think that anytime you're dropping names, it's easy to categorize and be like, oh well, that comes from this, you know, this camp of thought or this theology or whatever. And it, it might be, but I am not aware of any of those camps. So, yeah. so like, let's just pull the good stuff out and and you know, farther up, further in, and and uh, love Jesus and let Him work in us. So I think that's like a good intro yeah. to what we're doing here, and we'll pick it up with the sun in the next. What are they called? Episode. The next episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for listening to 2003UB313, the podcast. (laughs) No, but seriously, thank you for tuning in to our first episode here. This is a brand new endeavor for us, and so we're really encouraged that you would listen 
Uh, if you want to write us a note, you know, if you found something encouraging or any questions, please do. Uh, or write a review online. Pass this on to uh, any family or friends. It would be a great help. Um, and we just, we just want people to be encouraged and, and to love Jesus well. So, um, yeah, tune in next time and we'll just keep on rolling. <laughs>